podcast my name is david i'm joined by my dad who's the lead pastor of vital point church it's monday morning the heat in southwestern ontario is hot and you have arrived it has arrived and your shirt says hashtag reps for jesus dude this whole this whole crossfit thing we've got to be honest it's it's getting a little ridiculous (laughs) okay well the 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 gym a few of the people at the gym Luke and Corey and Kate and Mick and a few others have been razzing me about this hashtag, you know, reps for Jesus. <laughs> and in today, as as we're wrapping up, getting ready to leave, Mick throws this t-shirt down, says, Here on this is for you. And I'm like, it. no way. And on the back it says Poplar Hills fittest pastor. So there's only two churches. So do we know the other pastor? Yeah. <laughs> what what if they are just absolutely shredded? Yeah. Then I'm not the fittest <laughs> pastor. You have to give that shirt up. But uh, no, it is good. It's a good Monday morning. We're going to yeah. spend some time chatting about the wrap up of a big, long series. Intentional, oh, good man. series called Jesus Said What? It's 10 weeks, man. It's crazy to think we planned this thing out 10 weeks ago. Or longer, actually, and oh, man, here we are for months. Here we are at the end of it, where we yep. uh, we really saw people lean in. Uh, you said that in the beginning of your message, like you as you've been preparing for Sundays and getting ready, you could sense and feel people in connect groups, Sundays, other sites, leaning into almost every conversation, yeah. and um, we saw God do some crazy stuff. I shouldn't say crazy stuff. Uh, beautiful things in people's lives. Kingdom normal stuff. Ooh, kingdom normal. Yeah. I've you should write a book called Kingdom Normal. N- n- yeah, it's already been written. <laughs> um, it's called The Bibble. The Bibble. The Bibble. The Holy yeah, Bibble. no, David, I, I think what we're experiencing right now, and I have a deep sense and conviction that that's exactly what's happening is kingdom normal. Hmm. People are being obedient. People are reconciling. People are, are making changes in their lives to align with uh, the teachings of the last 10 weeks and mm-hmm. and uh, recognizing that the Christian faith is much deeper than the surface level activity of religion mm-hmm. and understanding the heart transformation that takes mm-hmm. place as we walk according to the teachings of Jesus and kingdom normal within, yeah. within his realm and reign is just living in that courageous space of faithful obedience so Mm -hmm. i think let me say this let me say this um we wrapped up this weekend with matthew chapter 7 where jesus talks you're either building your house on solid rock or you're building your house on sand and a wise person hears my words and puts them into practice obeys like you talked about um winds come things of life happen it stands strong because it's built on the foundation of who Jesus is and his words and his teachings and his way of life. The other side is that person who is like a fool, right? That's the correct yeah. language, like a fool, yeah. who hears my words and doesn't put them into practice. Is like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm going to push it to the side. I'm not going to really allow it to be part of my life. 
Yeah. Um, three words that arose like rose up from this conversation for me. And okay. I believe you said them, and that's why they came to my mind, was it is hear, obey, now walk. Yeah. And yeah. I really like those three words for me as a, as an individual that's a follower of Jesus being like, okay, what now from this series? Lots of Jesus teachings. Hear, obey, now walk. Um, what's your thoughts when I think of that? Well, I think, I, I mean, I, I can't remember the online and for Exeter and Clinton video, but in Poplar Hill in particular, mm -hmm. I've started realizing it's in the ear, sticks in the heart. Yeah, you impacts, said that. Yeah. Impacts the feet, right? So, and I think that the the critical piece of right now in the season in which we find ourselves in, there's a shift happening where people are far more uh, desiring to be in tune with the mm. voice of Jesus and to be exposed to his teachings and to be challenged, not in a heavy handed, you know, hellfire and brimstone like back in the day, but more of a, a gentle prodding towards grace and truth that compels people into obedience, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we try to do around Vital Point is paint that picture of what does it mean to live as kingdom normal people and paint that picture and move towards it. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, one of the things that we talked about yesterday was the importance of, of the hearing not in one ear at the other, but hearing mm -hmm. in a way, like Jesus says in other settings, he says, you know, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Mm -hmm. And there is this posture of intent. I want to learn this. So mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's a bit of what mm -hmm. I sensed in this one. Yeah. One question we had sent in to us is just like, um, when it comes to that idea of like obedience, um, is it like turning... Like, is it like we're allowing God to turn us into puppets? Um, and I thought that was an interesting thought because yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. when you hear that, it's just like, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to think like obedience within the Christian faith. Like I've heard people actually say, yeah, you just turn into a puppet for God, but that's not true at all. No, it's a, it's a willful obedience of surrendering. Hmm my ways to his ways right mm -hmm. the and and recognizing that the creator knows what is best for us knows what true freedom looks like in christ mm -hmm. and so for me the the love expressed through his design of creating mm -hmm. us to willfully obey and intention, intentionality of our obedience brings about the freedom that he offers to us in, mm -hmm. in relationship to Jesus. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if I, I totally get how that relates to God just doing the puppet thing, because mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't make that leap in my mind. I, th I see it more as, um, as a parent allowing their child to you know, willfully oh, yeah. be obedient to say the rules or values of the home, which brings about certain freedom, mm. right? And knowing what is best for them, mm -hmm. right? And that development of trust grows our faith in mm. obedience. So let's talk about where Jesus talks about 
the winds, the floods, the waters, they rise because yeah. you, you spent some good time of what does it actually mean to um, activate your faith in obedience? Yeah, the, I think the deeper part of understanding, I, I, there's a lot of misunderstanding around what does mature, resilient faith look like. Mm. And it's not the absence of knowledge. I mean, part of our vision statement is growing in our knowledge of Jesus and commitment to his church. So it's not, and, 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 and scripture talks about growing in our knowledge, but where, what I was trying to do with us yesterday in the wise person that hears and does, um, you know, is, is, is really in that space of the deep end of faith is actually obedience and so obedience mm. takes us to the deeper part of faith. Like when, like when you're, when you're uh, like, you know, Jesus talks about, for example, praying for your enemies, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, we can walk away and kind of be inspired by that, but it's not going to change us unless we walk in obedience to actually praying for those who are your enemies, you know, actually praying that God would bless them. And in that, we find freedom from anger, bitterness, revenge. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, it's that it's that activated, like hearing, evidence of our hearing is our obedience, mm. right? Evidence that I'm actually hearing the Jesus is my willingness to fall. It's like faith without works, James talks about. James talks about faith without works is dead. It's lifeless, mm -hmm. right? And so for me, it was trying to get us to that place of re recognizing that, yeah, it is in our willful obedience that we strengthen our faith. Do you think Christians or people that are exploring faith have in the last, I don't know, like 10, 15 years lost the resiliency of their faith? Like to me is like, like I, I, I watch our world right now. I'm just like, man, like where is that resilient faith of people's lives that is like really on display to show what God's done in their life? Like, yeah. So the, the reason why I believe that, and I, I believe that we're actually seeing more of a resilient faith emerge out of the past few years. Um, I think David, uh, John Eldridge talks about this in his book, Resilience. Uh, resilient or resilience, can't remember. He 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 talks about the the shallow lands, the middle lands, and the the deep mm. part of our lives. And and so we spend a lot of times in the shallow of our lives, where we're just doing things, we're going places, doing things, taking yeah. care of groceries, putting gas in the car. The middle ground is where maybe some things happen where we you know, reflect on something or go a little bit deeper than just a surface or maybe some journaling or praying, but we don't often get to the deeper part of the inner work of Christ in us. Mm -hmm. And so when, it, when the rain comes, the flood comes and the wind comes into our lives, the storms show up was that's the, that's the, that's the one consistent thing in the story that Jesus says in Matthew seven is, is both the foolish and the wise experience rain, flood and wind. Mm -hmm. It's the great revealer. It's the revealer of whether or not the resilience in our faith. And if we take a posture of this, why God, you shake your fists and not that he's not that we can't do that at times, but we have to look at seasons where uh, things God is going to use possibly to round off. Does he cause them all? No, but he will use them 
to make us more resilient. It's like a if you take a tree and you plant a tree in the ground and it grows inside of a bubble uh, and you remove that bubble, as soon as the wind comes, it'll mm. knock the tree down because the root system isn't deep enough. Yeah. The tree that grows strong and resilient needs a consistency of the battering of the wind in mm. order for the root system to get stronger and stronger and stronger mm-hmm. so that when the winds come, it doesn't blow over. Uh, and if you look at trees that get blown over, oftentimes there's, you know, faulty root system or it's rotted or whatever, but you, re, you know, you grow something inside the bubble, it's not going to yeah. be strong and resilient. Mm. You, you, we need the wind. We need the rain, the flood and the wind in order to be more resilient. And I think that's, what's really becoming so evident within the life of vital point churches. We're seeing people who are, whether they're back to church in the first time in a really long time. And they would probably describe it like, I, I, I'm not a church person. Yeah. And you were even seeing people that are people that have been pretty resilient. Like that's, we're seeing, like you just said, we're seeing people's lives continue to grow in their root system of who yeah. Christ is in their life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, what's so encouraging for me as, as a young man, as a husband, as a father, as uh as a friend of people that are walking and doing the hard work of wrestling through life and faith of like what does it yeah. mean to truly yeah. submit the baker encyclopedia talks about a true disciple is someone that fully submits everything yeah. to a way of life where you say your ways are not as good uh, my ways are not as good as that way so i'm gonna fully submit and see that transformation happen in my life and that's what's really been evident within within vital point church these last few years um coming out of a a time where it was so tough for people and we're seeing people's faith become really resilient yeah um it was tough for all of us right yeah and we had to do the hard work of deconstructing parts of our faith that weren't helpful for the resiliency Mm -hmm. and now we're seeing a real readiness and a hunger Mm. across vital point church which has been great and and we're hearing it in other settings as well which is just incredible like i i you know david i'm i'm every once in a while i I believe that god kind of gives me a a prophetic word for things but i've been hearing more and more that that people have a real sense that there's a shift coming Mm. that there's going to be a supernatural a more significant supernatural move of god Mm -hmm. that and and that's going to just draw mm-hmm. so many people to himself, and um, and, and I think it's happening. It's uh, we're hearing stories yeah. of it. Any within our context, you know, we got baptisms coming up soon, and you know, after you know yesterday's after Sunday's talk, I think we're up to I don't know twenty one, twenty two now, wow. right? So it's this yeah. I the recognition of obedience is mm-hmm. is happening. And I, I just think it's incredible. It really it's, is. Yeah. It's fantastic. It truly is. Um, okay. Man, what a series. Jesus said what? We're going to go into a new series after VPC Family Day, all in the yeah. I am statements of Jesus. Yeah. So we've looked at the words of Jesus, right? Yeah. Like the, the foundation yeah. of life and how to yeah. seek righteousness in the kingdom of heaven. And now we're going to look at Jesus's bold claims of I am that, 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 that there's yeah. so many good ones and I can't yeah. wait to see what that happens throughout the summer months. Um, 
Yeah. I, I just sense like if you're listening to this and you got a friend that really needs community, yeah. um, invite them to join you one Sunday through the summer and let's see what God does in that moment for those people. Just real quick. Someone said to me yesterday in passing, they said, you know what? I never really got this church thing until I came here. And I said, what do you think it is? He said, it's the community. It's mm. the people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, cool. I believe that that's an, a critical piece of what we see God doing here as well. Mm -hmm. So it's great. Okay. Amazing, Ron. Thanks right. so much, Dad. Thanks. Thank you to you David. for listening. Whoever is out there in the world of the internet, we love it that you can connect this way and uh, just enjoy this conversation and hashtag reps for Jesus. For Jesus. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Okay, everyone. Peace out. Have a good one. <laughs>